this is Fiction Crime Time. I'm your host, Adam Farmer. Leo Cowardice? It's pronounced Cowardice. And are you Adam Farmer? Yeah. The OBI says you have quite the story to tell, but only want to tell it to me. Yes! I'm a huge fan of yours. I actually wanted to be a storyteller like you, but I was too scared. I knew that these officers wouldn't appreciate a good story if it hit them in the face. So I knew that if I told it to you, a true storyteller, I'll feel like this story will be appreciated properly. I do appreciate a good story, but that's not why I'm here. I'm here for the truth, not a story. Is there a difference? The truth can be a story as much as a story can be the truth. What I'm going to tell you is the truth, but it will be told as a story. You should know this more than anyone. This is what you do. Tell me I'm wrong. What do you have to tell me, Leo? A story. Where should I begin? Where all stories begin. In the beginning. Yes. I couldn't have said it better. In the beginning. But the beginning is only relative. My beginning is not the beginning of your case. My beginning starts after Ebony Earwood was already under the house. Then start at your beginning. All right. I sense your impatience and I will continue. So as all stories start, once upon a time... I was wandering through the dark forest trying to steer clear of the Kalidaws because they are simply terrifying, as I'm sure you're aware. Yes, and then? And then I heard what I thought was singing coming through the forest. I followed the sound climbing through the thick trees and over some fairly large boulders despite my fear of heights. You should have seen how brave I was climbing so high. I think I was a whole seven feet in the air. I'm sure you were very brave. But the singing? Oh, right, the singing. Well, I continued to follow until I reached the yellow brick road. I looked through the trees and I saw three people. You already know two to be Dorothy and Nick Chopper. And who was the third? Oh, Adam. You being a storyteller should know that the big reveal doesn't come until the end. But this is real life. This isn't some storybook with twists and turns and big reveals. Isn't it? Isn't life just one big storybook? Shocking things happen. Surprises are in store. It's all just the same. But in life, real people die. And they get to live on through their stories. If anything, you taught me that. So... Dorothy, Nick Chopper, and this third mystery man came down the road singing. Yes. I saw the group and I recognized the girl from the rumors spreading about her. So I gathered up all the courage I had and I lunged after them. Unfortunately, I don't have much courage. When I revealed myself, Dorothy attacked me and subdued me. Then I saw those slippers. What happened when you saw them? You know that feeling when you breathe in poppy fumes directly from the fields? No, and you do realize that's illegal, right? (laughs) Well, that's another charge. It kind of felt like that. I started feeling lightheaded and kind of giddy. 
She asked me to accompany her and the rest to the Emerald City. Did she say why? Why else? To see the wizard. On our way, we were passing by the poppy fields, and I was telling him about my poppy addiction and how I was trying to quit but just couldn't. Then we saw Bruno and some mice. I recognized Bruno because he was my dealer. I let that fact slip to Dorothy and she expressed that she didn't like Bruno. Then before I knew it, Nick Chopper brought the axe down on Bruno. So you confirm that Nick Chopper killed Bruno and that you, Dorothy, and the other man were there? Yes! Then, as you already know, Dorothy asked the Queen to escort us out of the territory. Why? We just killed a major drug lord and son of King Dimitri. We were lucky we made it out. But then we arrived at the Emerald City. What happened while you were there? I'm sorry to say that I honestly don't remember. It may have been the rays from the city or the glasses mixing with the spell, but the whole vision of that memory is just blurry. So you can't remember anything during that time? I was under a spell. I'm lucky I remember as much as I do, but I do know that we left to go to the castle of Ivory Ironwood. Can I ask why? To kill her. Wait, you traveled to her castle for the sole purpose of killing her? Yes. Why? I barely remember, but someone asked us to. Who? I don't remember. Well, let me know if you do remember. So, continue. Well... Dorothy was determined to kill the witch, and she would go through anyone who got it in who got in her way. Like the castle guards? Yes. First came that pack of dogs, with nothing more than his axe and his loyalty to Dorothy. Nick killed all of them single-handedly. So you do confirm that Nick Chopper was the sole murderer of all the dogs, correct? Yes, he killed them all. Then the murder of the crow swooped in ironic how a flock of crows is called a murder on account of them all being murdered <laughs> this time it was the sca- the other man who killed them all with his bare hands and i ask you again can you identify this man be patient adam you make me and your listeners wait two weeks for a new episode so i'm sure you can wait a few minutes for the big reveal fine so you confirm that this man was the sole murderer of the crows? Yes. He murdered the whole murder of them. <coughs> Sorry, it's just ironic to me. Then came the bees. Now, I don't know if you would call their deaths murder. You see, they died trying to sting Chopper. With him being made of tin, their stingers broke on impact and they slowly died. You can take that however you like. And then what happened? Some flying monkeys took Dorothy. And because of her spell on us, we made it our duty to storm the castle and save her. Very courageously, I might add. Anyway, we found Dorothy and tried to escape the castle. But we were being chased by the witch. I don't know how Dorothy got this idea or why it worked, but she decided to throw a bucket of water on the witch. And what happened? The witch screamed out in so much agony, she began to dissolve and melt away until there was nothing left. So Dorothy did kill Ivory? Yes, and then... Leo, as much as I would love to listen to the rest of your story, I think the OBI should take over from here. 
I've heard all that I needed to hear. Oh. Have you already forgotten, Adam? The third man. Do you not want to wait for the big reveal? Go on. Lucky for you, we are just reaching the end. We traveled around for a bit to try and shake off some of the heat that was following us with all the murders and stuff. Found ourselves in the castle of the south. Then all of a sudden, Dorothy vanished. All that was left were those slippers. The three of us who remained tried to make the best of what we got. I couldn't shake the addiction, so I embraced it by becoming a prominent member of the Lion family of the Blood Forest. Nick Chopper, as you know, took over Ivory's castle, and the other man... Go on. Say it. I will. I just want to see your face now, so that I can compare it to your face after. You see, Adam, this is how you tell a story. All stories lead to something, a big reveal, a resolution, an answer to a question, who, why, how. I've given you all but one of those answers. Yet the entire fate of the case hinges on this one fact, this one answer. All stories lead somewhere, Adam Farmer. And this is where ours leads. You want to know who this third man is? A man who at first may seem insignificant, but is possibly the most significant. Because this man went on to take the place of the wizard. This man is the ruler of Emerald City and the rest of Oz. You mean this man is Ray Ravenwood? Yes, that damn scarecrow.